It is the morning news feed postgame WMAY 92.7, a.m. Mike Wimmacher, Johnny Molson with you and excited to bring in our next, next guest because the, the book title caught my eye. Fascinating subject matter. We are talking with uh, author, Washington Post columnist, written for USA Today, Stephen Petro, new book, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old. And I love the subtitle, A Highly Judgmental, Unapologetically Honest Accounting of All Things Our Elders Are Doing Wrong. Stephen, welcome to the program. I'm really glad to be with you, Mike. And yes, that, that title is Getting People to Pay Attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so what is it about the title? What are some of the stupid things that people are doing that drove you to be like, I got to write a book down because this is just getting ridiculous? Or did you notice something in yourself? Yes. Oh, yeah, right. Um, so actually, the book, the book came about because I was observing my parents. Um, like a little spy when they went into their 70s. And I started keeping notes that became a list. And you know, it was things like, I, I won't drive when I can't. Um, I won't talk about my illnesses all the time. Um, I won't color my hair because you look desperate. And um, <laughs> that became a New York... Uh, no offense to anybody. Uh, um, so that became an essay in the New York Times. And then people from all over the country, hundreds of them, sent me their own list. And what I saw was that people were trying to hold themselves accountable as they got older to do better and not to make the same mistakes. And that was really the basis of the book. And so um, there are about four dozen things I won't do. And some are based on my parents, some of my reporting, and some of other people's lists. And there are humorous ones, and then there, there are more serious ones. But the point is to we want to stay who we were. We want to stay vibrant. We want to stay passionate. And we want to stay connected. So... How do we do that? And right. Part of it is our attitudes towards all of this. Yeah, I mean, one of the things you talk about in there, is, which I find interesting because I find myself doing it, is expanding your circle of friends and not just staying within your own generation. I, I, I try to stay active, and in fact, uh, at times, it's I play softball with guys who are like 14, 15 years younger than me. Is that an important key to still being able to maintain that youthful exuberance? It, it really is, and that is specifically one of the stupid things I won't do. You know, I won't just have friends my own age because to be around, to talk with folks who are younger, we're going to have a different point of view. You know, they're going to help us with um, with IT stuff, but it's just um, it's great to get out of our own little bubble and uh, and see a bigger world. And, you know, I like to say we, we wear these labels, millennial, boomer, greatest generation. I want to be a perennial. Perennials are people who, like, they come up all the time and they engage with everybody and they're colorful and passionate. And so you know, it doesn't matter what age you are. Anybody can be, a, can be a perennial. I'm always struck by people who – I want to say this – I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Um, I was going to say it nicely, but I don't care. Um, they, they give the sense that they've just given up. Yeah. You know, uh, I, was, I, was, I was getting some car work done the other day, and, and the guy said, yeah, you know, my mm-hmm. kids and this, that thing. And, uh, you know, I'm 52, so I don't really get on Google that much. It's like, what are you talking about? It's been you – know, it's, like, right. it's not – Yeah. You're not going to blow anything yeah. up. What do you What do you think is going to happen? And so, and so, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, you know, it seems like when we were all younger, um, older people were older. Does that make sense? In other words, you know, I'm 52 yeah. now, and when I think of my parents when they were 52, they seem like really old people. Yeah. Well, it is very different now because we are living much longer than than previous generations, and in this country, old used to start like according to the demographers 
at 60 or 65. Now, old doesn't officially start in, until our 70s. Right. But, you know, to your point about someone kind of giving up, that's the attitude that really bothers me. Yeah. And the reason is there's a difference between getting sick or being ill. That's that's a challenge. That's a bad thing. But you know, we need to sort of reframe how we think about getting older. You know, someone in the 50s and 60s, there's a lot of life. There's a lot of family still to enjoy. You know, don't, don't limit yourself. And um, I see these kind of self-perpetuating notions take place and there are studies that show when you think that getting older is negative or bad you're going to get more sick right. you're going to have more mental health issues and you're not going to live as long that's really interesting that's really interesting and, and, and that that tracks that makes sense that if that's your mentality uh that oh, yeah, i'm old and broken down and uh, I'm, I'm afraid of the microwave yeah. oven uh that yeah that's gonna right. that's gonna permeate into other things <laughs> No, I'm afraid, I am afraid of a Google, you know, we, what if we took down the Google? Right. <laughs> the Google machine. We're, we're talking with author uh, Stephen Petro, new book, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old. And, and it is something interesting. When you get older, what is it about getting older? And you, you guys have both kind of hit upon it, that we both fear and embrace at the same time. Because people always fear, oh, God, I'm going to get so old, I'm going to be out of touch. But then it's always, but I want to leave out my golden years. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a weird dichotomy. It is, you know, and, and so we have these stereotypes of what it means to be older based on, you know, what we have seen, you know, with our parents or our grandparents or others. And uh, so I'm really encouraging people not to accept those stereotypes, to understand generally we have been more active, we have eaten better, um, you know, we have benefited from so much in, in these years, and we want to continue to build on that. So that's, you know, that's the really core thing here. And nobody wants to become kind of a, a smaller person or a less connected person. We want to, you know, be with the people we love and care about. And that is a matter of attitude, not um, physically what we can do. You you mentioned something in the book, the organ recital, which I just made me lose, which made me lose it because I had experienced that with when I went golfing with my dad and some of his friends. The amount of talk about the different pills and the amount of times they had to get up to pee in the middle of the night. I'm like, what 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 conversation am I in right now? Right. <laughs> yes, and did I poop this morning or not? And, uh, <laughs> but let, let's High let's five. go right there. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, the organ recital, it's, um, you know, when we were younger, I think we talked, like, too much about our kids, and we talked too much about our jobs, and now we talk too much about our aches and pains, and mm-hmm. it kind of consumes conversations, and then it kind of, you know, imagine a younger person listening to these things. My God, you know, <laughs> how many times did I pee? When did I do this? Uh, you don't want to do that. Maybe a little bit, and especially if someone has a, you know, a significant illness, of course they right. want to reach out and, and get, um, get comfort and information, but not as a matter of like taking up the whole dinner hour uh stop it yep (laughs) exactly be done with it well if you flip the script a little bit though um there's also this phenomenon and look every generation does this you know the we we roll our eyes at the one that's ahead of us and they roll their eyes at the Mm -hmm. generation behind uh and there is that you know the word boomer is now a pejorative and you know they were the hippies who were changing the world back in the in the 60s and so Mm -hmm. you know how do you Bridge there, there, does, there does seem to be a, a bit of a two-way street of we need to have better respect for ourselves as we get older, but also how do you how do you bring the younger generation into saying something? Not, not everything a boomer says is antiquated. Well, the best way is to have real relationships, you know, with people and not be based on stereotypes. And right. you know, one thing I'm seeing that really pleases me about the book is that it's being used kind of as a tool between generations to talk about a lot of these topics. 
You know, so I, also, I often good. write about civility in a larger sense, and this is a real good way to bridge divides, find common ground around some of these issues, and I'm hoping we can actually take it to, um, to larger issues because stereotypes of what it means to be a millennial or a boomer or whatever, they're just stereotypes. We're okay. real people, and we're, I think we're craving connection and understanding. So that's what I hope we, people get out of this. Love it. Love it. Stephen Petro, author, Washington Post columnist, new book, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old. Fascinating conversation. Enjoyed having you on the program, Stephen, and uh, best of luck with the book going forward and, and actually meeting people out at bookstores. That's awesome. Good luck with that book tour. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Day. You too. That is Stephen Petro, author. I love that conversation. I think that's yeah, fantastic. You know, and, and it, it always, as much as we're, you know, ragged on getting old and everything, it always frustrates me too when older people go, ah, these millennials and these, right. uh, you know, these Gen Zers and everything. And it's like, dude, okay, yeah, some are lazy slouches. And then there are others who are, I don't know, inventing Facebook. I mean, so it's, right. you know, it's not like they're, you, can't, you can't put them all in one pool and say this is what they are. And to your point, the flip side we talked about for the younger generation, not everyone is right. get off my lawn. There are right. there are some cool ones there. So this is a conversation starter. And if you want to check out the book, uh, read, I think there's like 40 some chapters in there. And, and he, like like you said, there's some humor involved, but yeah. maybe start a, a wider discussion uh, love it. Stephen Petro, the book, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old. We're, I, uh, I will say, though, uh, you know, a good glass of Metamucil in the morning and I really mean, get you going. clear you out like nobody's business. See, I, I'm not to that point yet. It's a good, for me, it's a good kale salad yeah, the night yeah, before. Yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 I, don't, I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm playing softball. My friends be like, oh, hey, you have that Metamucil this morning? I'm proud of that one. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to put that on Insta. <laughs> Look what I did this 